Welcome to A Healthier You, Little by Little. This podcast gives you insights and features various aspects of health, from sleep and stress to immunity, exercise, home workouts, energy, and performance. Here is your host of A Healthier You, Little by Little, Cindy Little. Well, we are on the ninth episode of A Healthier You, and today I have a special guest. I'm so excited to introduce you to Tessa Heyman. She's a speaker, a coach on recovering from burnout, and an advocate for burnout prevention, along with being a registered nurse. Tessa is passionate about traveling and has been to half a dozen countries as she works through her list of visiting 100 countries around the world while helping professionals recover from and prevent burnout. As a survivor of burnout herself, Tessa helps professionals to discover and put into practice the four keys of recovering from burnout. If you're wondering whether you are burnt out, take the free quiz on her website. Might want to grab a pencil for this. It's at www.keysofprosperity.com slash burnout. I'll repeat that at the end of the episode as well. So if you didn't catch that the first time, I'll, I'll repeat that. Well, Tessa, thanks for coming on today. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. Pleasure. Well, when I when I met you through a LinkedIn training, I thought that girl has something that I want to hear about. And I think that my my guests that listen to the podcast would really like to hear about burnout because it's such a big thing these days, isn't it? So prevalent. And with COVID and everybody going virtual, the numbers are skyrocketing across various professions um, because people don't have the break between their home and their work life managed as well as they used to when they were actually traveling to and from their work environments. Mm. Well, I would really like to hear more about your story. You told me a little bit before, but I'm, I'm sure the audience would love to know what happened to you and why you're doing what you do. So I was uh, working as a registered nurse in the community and I have a specialty in palliative care. And I actually was in several car accidents that prevented me from working out in, in the, in the community, like I was used to. And I actually ended up in the office and I took on a very much uh, a charge nurse slash administrative role. And I really missed that connection with my patients. And so after doing that for about a year, unable to return to the community, um, I just felt like I wasn't connecting with my job. I wasn't connecting with my patients that I did. If I did get a chance to speak to them on the phone, I was having a harder time connecting with my colleagues. And I just felt this deep unfulfillment, like what I was doing didn't really matter anymore. And for me, that was, that was so painful um, thinking that I'd spent all this time in this career and I was so unhappy um, that I left And I decided to open my own business, um, providing health coaching to individuals um, as I learned more about natural medicine. And as I got into that business, I realized that one of the things that had caused me to leave nursing was this heightened state of anxiety. And I was using natural medicine to help me with that, but I knew it was prevalent in my workforce. And, And so I... I found tools to help me overcome my own anxiety and I got my own coaching. I worked with several coaches to help me overcome this, this overwhelm and anxiety that I was dealing with in my, in my personal life that had come from actually my nursing education. And it's something that you, you discover in a lot of frontline professions. They're actually taught almost to live in an anxious state. 
in their work. So I, once I overcame that myself, I wanted to help other professionals um, and, and nurses. It started off with nurses helping them overcome their anxiety, especially leaving work. So they weren't thinking about work all the time when they were home, trying to spend time with their families and their partners. And from that, I discovered that it was actually burnout I had been dealing with. I had just thought it was anxiety and that I was just miserable, but it was actually um, something that the who has now started to define as a, you know, a, a workplace phenomena. And so when I discovered that what I had really gone through was burnout and I had been able to recover and I was learning about the high rate of suicide amongst professionals dealing with burnout, I knew that I had the ability to, to change that and to impact people and to help them overcome this phenomena that is getting greater and that's spreading. It's spreading across professions. It's not just in frontline workers. It's not just in people who, who deal with crises. Um, it's in everyday professions as our workload increases, as our connection with each other gets less. And it's just so prevalent that I, I knew I needed to step up and do something that was going to help these individuals overcome this and not let it control their lives like it had done to me. Wow. You know, that's so great that you shared your short uh, story, Tessa, because so many people out there feel like they have to continue on the same path, uh, like because they went to school for that path. And I've always been of the mindset that you should do what you're happy with. And, you know, if you have to change to be happy, then you have to change to be happy. I, I felt the same way when I was a medic in the military. I was in Croatia for six months on a UN tour. And my husband's unit got disbanded. And he they were going to send him to Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, for people listening outside of Canada. And I was in Ontario, and they didn't want to post me with my husband. We bumped up our wedding to get married so that I could stay with him and so I could keep my profession as being a medic in the military. And they didn't want to do that. So I put my 30 day release in and I just I knew in my heart that six months without him already was long enough. I didn't want to go a whole lifetime with him being gone and me raising kids by myself and things like that. Well, it ended up being that way because he, he ended up being special operations in the military. But at least I was home with the kids. So we both weren't in the military at the same time. Now, one of the questions that I really uh, wanted to ask you is what are the biggest barriers to professionals in preventing burnout in in terms of them seeking advice and going because I know with my husband's unit, if they went to seek advice uh, for help on burnout or, or any kind of medical issues, it may affect their job. Did you find that with nursing or did like, what are the barriers that you've come across with the professionals that you've dealt with? I do find that to be a big barrier is um, feeling that they can get confidential support and that their their competency won't come into question. A lot of people think that if they, they're under the impression that if they seek support, especially when it comes to mental health or emotional support, that they're going to be found out by their colleagues or their managers and their ability to do their job is going to be questioned, uh, which nobody nobody wants to feel like 
their abilities are going to be questioned. But I would say even beyond that, the biggest barrier is awareness, awareness that you're actually experiencing burnout, which is exhaustion, mental, physical, emotional exhaustion, often a lack of your ability to connect with your coworkers, with the work that you're doing, with your management, with your family, friends, your ability to connect with people around you in a meaningful way starts to evaporate. And you tend to take on this cynical um, attitude where things just become very, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, I'm just being realistic, but they actually, it's a, it's a very pessimistic energy. They tend to pull into themselves. They feel like nothing is going to change. Nothing is going to make it better. And they're living in a constant state of anxiety and overwhelm. Those are very common factors of burnout and burnout. It's not just one thing. It's a, it's a multifactorial problem. There are many factors that are affecting people's rate of burnout, how deep into burnout they get, what support is available to them is going to be a factor as well. So if you don't have that awareness, that's why I say, go and take the quiz that's on our website, because a lot of people think they're like, oh, maybe, maybe I'm burning out. This is a definitive way for you to have the answer once and for all. And then once you know that you can take the steps to get the help that you need to, to stop letting this run your life, because that's what happens. You, when you burn out, it, it runs your life and you're not even all usually aware how deeply it's affecting you. Wow. What about finding these resources? And, and you talked about realizing the investment and, and things like that. So if you, if you were example to get into better shape, let's say you wanted to get into better shape physically, right? Maybe you're a little bit overweight or you want to get into a summer body. A lot of people will say that takes time, effort, and dedication for you to reach that goal. And a lot of times it might take you investing in different foods that you're going to eat, you know, better high quality nutrition, investing in, you know, supplements or investing in a coach or a personal trainer, right? There's, and it's the same when it comes to burnout, you have to upgrade what you're feeding your mind. You have to upgrade who's, who you're allowing to have your attention. And, and a lot of times when it comes to burnout, there are very deep mental patterns that people need support to, to redevelop, to basically reprogram, to get the results that they want in their life. And that's increased energy, reduce stress. And you need somebody who's been through it successfully and who's got the training to help these individuals actually accomplish the results that they seek. And so many times, you know, you, you read a lot of things that promise big results, or you'll go online and say, oh, 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 the only tool you'll ever need to, to, to beat fatigue, you know, in four steps, <laughs> people think they're just going to be able to read a little ebook and it's going to solve all their problems. But knowledge is only one component. And when you want a lasting change, lasting results, it's a combination of knowledge, accountability, and support. And so a lot of times people will take a vacation or they'll take time off and they think that's all they need to be, to beat their burnout, to overcome its control in their life. And then as soon as they go back to work, the same pattern just restarts and and they're still in that cycle. And part of understanding burnout is that it's not a problem that can be fixed. It's a dilemma that has to be managed. And the reason it's a dilemma is because it's a, um, a balance between two ongoing concepts the concept of productivity and the concept of employee health and having that balance is when it's, when it's not balanced and it's not in harmony and it's that way for too long, that's your quick road to burnout. And so part of getting the right support is helping 
people to bring that back into harmony by looking at their specific scenarios in life and, and the things that they're dealing with and getting personalized accountability and support to get that long-term change. Wow. So many good nuggets here. I hope people are taking notes. When, when you talk about awareness, how would somebody, uh, maybe a family member or somebody has a friend and they notice that their friend isn't so happy anymore. What other, like maybe that, and you, you say it, the first step is awareness and that person's not aware, but what about the people around them? What signs would they notice and how would they, how can they suggest something to that person? So if, if you, and it's usually over a period of weeks to months that it'll, it'll be more noticeable. They might be more irritable, their loved one or their friend or family. They might be more irritable, more agitated, little things that would never have bothered them before. Now they're snapping. Maybe they're, they're yelling at their kids more often, or they're being more argumentative with their spouse or their boss. Maybe they're taking things that colleagues are saying more personal than they would usually, or, you know, assuming that people People are trying to hurt them or stab them in the back because they're, they're feeling vulnerable. They're waking up and, you know, they're saying to their, their partners, you know, I I slept all night and I'm still tired. You know, no matter how much I'm sleeping, I'm sleeping in on the weekends. I, I have no motivation to do things that are important to me. You know, their desire sometimes to go out is starts to diminish. You start seeing more signs of um, depression, right? increase in anxiousness, you know, they're worrying about little things all the time that aren't really a big deal, but it seems a big deal to them. Mm. And so if you're noticing these in, in someone you care about and your friend and your loved ones um, and your children or your parents, even, you know, you can say, Hey, do you think you might be experiencing some burnout? You know, have you, have you checked? There's lots of assessments online that people can do that are good quality that they can find out. Even if like, if you're suspecting that you're burnt out, there's a good chance you are already. Right. That makes sense. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, and if that's the case, then start looking for supportive tools, strategies. We have a free Facebook group that we provide on Facebook called overcome your burnout. You can join it. It's free. And we, we share articles and tools and different strategies for dealing with the symptoms of burnout and getting to the root cause. Well, you, you basically covered uh, what advice to give to people <laughs> to go to your website. And that free quiz on her website is at www.keysofprosperity.com slash burnout. And if you do want to get a hold of Tessa, she's provided her email here and her website. But I just want to thank you first, Tessa, for giving us some really important information to think about as we navigate these difficult times through the COVID pandemic and with people losing their jobs, potentially people having to to switch jobs and, and understanding the signs and symptoms of burnout and understanding where to go and what to do. Now, I know that Tessa runs a, a program that helps people. And if you want to reach out to Tessa, then you can ask her more questions on it. But you can email Tessa at Tessa at keysofprosperity.com or go to her website, www.keysofprosperity.com. And you can also join her free Facebook page she just told you about because there's tips and tools and strategies on burnout and prevention. And that again is at www.facebook.com slash groups slash overcoming burnout now. Is there any last thoughts you want to give to people, Tessa? 
Well, um, you, you know, you just reminded me that when people are losing their jobs or in their, this type of, of economy, one of the things you, you want to do is increase your value as an employee. And when you feel that you are getting burnt out and you take the steps to build resilience and, and um, prevent yourself from slipping further, you actually become a more valuable employee. And that's going to increase the likelihood of your retention. So it's actually a great strategy to not getting laid off. And if you do to finding a better position quickly. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Tessa, for all those tips. And I look forward to seeing you and hearing more about your program. And I just want to tell people our next episode, we're going to have a guest speaker who's a personal trainer who has released 150 pounds and has kept it off for 15 years. Check out uh, the next episode on A Healthier You, Little by Little. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for listening to A Healthier You, Little by Little. Do you have a question about something you heard today? An idea for a topic, perhaps? Or would you like to reach out to Cindy? Send her an email, coachcindylittle at gmail.com or visit her website at healthtowealth.ca. That's health2wealth.ca. Or you can find Cindy on LinkedIn or Facebook as Cindy Little. Once again, thanks for listening.